What's up, Boston Celtics fans? I am your host of Celtics Today, Allie Barefoot. Producer Trace is right here to my right, and we're breaking down two big topics on today's show. The first one, Woj did drop a bomb a few minutes ago, so we're going to break down what Woj has to say. And the next is a trade idea that I think a lot of Boston Celtics fans may be on board with. But first, the great and mighty Woj, ladies and gentlemen. He did break down that the Boston Celtics are looking to signing a two-way contract for Drew Peterson. If you're asking who Drew Peterson is, that's totally fine. I asked the exact same question. But according to Smitty, who loves college basketball, he is a great USC former basketball player. But he's actually been playing for the Miami Heat G League team. That's where he's coming from. And currently in the G League, he's been doing pretty well. 15.2 points per game. He's about six foot nine, so he's really got height. And he averages a lot of assists per game, which I love to see. 4.2. His field goal percentage is great for a six foot nine guy. And his three-point percentage, I mean, hey, if KP can do it, I guess Drew P Peterson can take after him a little bit as well. Woj did also specify that he could be with the Celtics as soon as Thursday. So once again, a two-way player that I don't think is going to get any kind of playing time on the actual Boston Celtics team. But hopefully he does a great job in Maine and we can always use a little extra depth for a six foot nine player. But nonetheless, we're talking about another big guy, six foot eleven, if I might add. Kelly Olenek. Do you guys remember him? I think he played for the Celtics a long time ago. Could the Celtics possibly be trading for Kelly Olenek to bring him back in the Celtics uniform? He hasn't been in the Celtics uniform in 8, 10 years. He started in 2013 with the Celtics, but since then, he's been with five other programs. So we're going to break down a possible trade scenario that could bring Olenek back to the Boston Celtics. We're going to have to give up a few depth players, but that's okay because the main thing we have talked about here on Celtics today is that the Celtics need more depth at center. And honestly, if you off, if you unload some of those assets, Olenek could actually be a well-known pick that could make the seas a little bit better. But this idea did come from Steve. He said at Heavy.com, a source close to the heat tells Heavy Sports the club is interested in a reunion with Kelly Olenek and that Miami isn't his only suitor. The Celtics are also said to be looking at the possibility of reacquiring the 6'11", floor-spacing big man who spent his first four NBA seasons in Boston. Like I said, this, is kind of, this could happen, this may not happen, but overall, the Celtics do need another big behind KP, behind Al Warford, and to take over Luke Cornett's spot because you guys know how I feel about Luke Cornett. So overall, I like Kelly Olenek on the Celtics, and I'm going to break down why you should too a little bit later. But first, I need you guys to go on ahead and hit that sub button for me because if Kelly Olenek is coming to the Boston Celtics yet again, we are going to report it here. Breaking news style, rumors, styles, anything you need to know about the Boston Celtics, you're going to find right here. So go on ahead and hit that sub button for me. Well, the reason why I say Kelly Olenek could actually be beneficial for the Celtics is that we need more shooting. KP and Al Horford have been ripping threes the entire season. KP a little bit more than Al Horford, which is fine. And that's not even their main role. They're supposed to be interior guys. They're supposed to be hanging out down in the paint, but they've been great shooters. So you need to add that up with Kelly Olenek, who could also be a great shooter. Because when Boston played the Cleveland Cavaliers last night, they won the shootout 120-113. to 113, But before they heated up, that offense was dead. It was slow. Thankfully, JB was actually consistent that game. And Derek White started ripping his threes in the second half. But starting 1-for-10 from deep, going 0-for-9 from downtown the first quarter, it's unacceptable. But here 
is what I'm going to say. I'm going to bring up more about that just one second, but first, you guys know what I'm going to talk about. That's prize picks. It's our number one daily fantasy sports app that we play here in Chat Sports and that people in America play, and here's why you should too. All you have to do is pick between two to six players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and you can win up 25 times your money on any entry. It's super easy to play. All you have to do is pick more or less, and it takes less than 10 seconds. Prize picks has the best stats right there for you. Here are my picks for tonight's games. I do have Cade Cunningham with more than 21 and a half points. And I love the combo picks. I got Miles Turner and Giannis having more than 20 rebounds combined. I mean, that's money in my pocket. These are my picks. I want to see yours. All you have to do is go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use promo code CLNS for a first-time deposit match up to $100. And you can watch yourself win some real money in real time. All right, so before Kelly Olenek possibly comes to the Celtics, let's break down what the Celtics' depth at the big position currently looks like. You guys know KP was recently traded over the summer. He's been a great addition to the Celtics. I could go on and on about KP, but I think his stats do the talking. Al Horford, he's 37 years old, and he's still a prime shooter on the seas. Coming off the bench this year, he took that role. But overall, 48% from the field, 37 years old, I'll take it. Luke Cornett, not my biggest fan, but you know what? 74% from the field. He doesn't shoot threes, and that's fine. Luke Cornett can make some shots, but overall, he's uh, not my favorite player. And Nemeus Keita hasn't had enough time on the court to actually make, be making a difference for the Celtics, but nonetheless, 40% isn't terrible. But let's break down Luke Cornett just a little bit more, shall we? When he's shooting 75% from the field, he's not taking a lot of shots. He's only averaging four and a half points per game. He's got nearly three rebounds per game, which in my opinion is not enough for Luke Cornett, who's averaging nearly 18 minutes per game. And he doesn't have a block, maybe one or two per game, but his field goal percentage, of course, is 75%. That's because he barely takes any shots during his game. And that's okay. He can be on the floor for other reasons. But when Cornett is efficient, he does make his shots. He likes to take those shots, but he has bad hands. He doesn't make good decisions. He always looks like he's a play behind the rest of the team. And if you guys are okay with that, then that's great. Personally, I want more from Luke Cornett, and if he can't give it to me, then you go get Kelly Olenek. Because when you look at Kelly's stats compared to Luke Cornett's, it's a different ball game. When you look at Kelly Olenek's stats, he's got about 7.7 .7 points per game, nearly six rebounds per game. His field goal percentage is 57.3, which is not as good as Luke Cornett's, but he's taking more shots. Right now, he's averaging 57 from the field, but 49% from the three-point line, he's taking shots. Luke Cornett doesn't take these three-point shots, which is fine. He's not good at it, but I think Kelly Olenek is at least a step up, and you can move Luke Cornett to number four. I would rather put Nemius Keita at number four if we were to obtain Olenek, but nonetheless, I'm not Joe Mozula, and obviously he knows more than I do. Look, Stevens and Missoula would actually find a way to use Olenek, whether or not that means moving some players down the depth chart to move Olenek up, but I think he would actually get prime minutes behind Al Horford and KP and would actually make a difference. Luke Cornett is very inconsistent, and I think that Olenek would actually be effective, and it would be better for Missoula's three-point shot heavy type of play. I know KP does it, I know Al Horford does it, and then it just drops off. Because when you look at his last four years, of course, he's played with the Utah Jazz currently. He's played with the Pistons. He's played with other teams. 
In 2016, 2017, he was averaging nine points per game. And this is obviously with the Celtics. This was when he was, you know, just starting out in the league, and he's never been a big score. He's never going to pop off on paper, and that's okay. You got 10 points per game, that makes a difference. Remember, the Celtics lost to the Hornets after missing 12 free, 10 free throws. So you need another person that's able to shoot consistently, night after night, coming off the bench. So, how does this trade get done? Well, before that, I want to ask you guys, before I propose any kind of trade out there, I want to ask you guys, should the Celtics even trade for Kelly Olenek? Do you think this is a good trade? Type Y for yes, type N for no. I think it's a good trade, and I'm going to tell you why. Here is why the Celtics could possibly trade for Kelly Olenek. Look, I understand you guys love the assets the Celtics bench has. I do too, but you can always do more. The NBA trade deadline is February 8th, of course, and I think something could happen maybe just before that. If you take a look at the Western Conference standings right now, the Golden State Warriors are 11th, San Antonio Spurs are 5th, despite Wimbledon, Utah Jazz are 12th. That's where Kelly Olenek currently plays. And I talked about this with Lori Market in the other day, with talking to Smitty and stuff. The Jazz have good players, but they're not winning ball games, which is why I think the Jazz can use younger players, especially players that are playing for a championship-level team right now, like the Celtics, and they'd be willing to give up some other bench players like Kelly Olenek. Look, the Jazz don't have what it takes to go far in the playoffs. They don't. They're 12th in the Western Conference standings right now. But if you give them a little bit of our assets to help them regain their franchise, rebuild it, and they give us some, vice versa, I think they would be willing to do this by the deadline. But here's the kicker. It can't be done with just one trade. This would have to be a three-team trade type of situation. Of course, we do have some trade player exceptions due to Grant Williams. So the Celtics got a little bit of money on their hands, and they got some free assets they could give away. Well, let's break down the first domino that's going to have to fall in order for Olenek to come back to Boston. The first domino is that the Celtics would have to talk with the Toronto Raptors. And, of course, the Toronto Raptors would receive that trade player exception from Grant Williams, and they would also receive a 2024 second-round pick, which Celtics do have. And in return, Celtics would get Otto Porter Jr. Do I think Otto Porter would actually do well for the Celtics? I don't. I don't think that he would fit in well with the Celtics' rhythm, the offensive play, the defensive side of the ball. So overall, he would be on the roster just to give back away. That's where the next trade will come in. But first, TPEs cannot be combined with any other salary, so you're just going to have to use that TPE and that second-round draft pick and then just get Otto Porter Jr. So you're giving away some key assets here just to get one player. But that one player is going to lead to Kelly Olenek. Take a look at the proposed trade between the Celtics and the Jazz. Now that we have Otto Porter Jr., we would give him away to the Jazz. And in return, we'd get Kelly Olenek and Micah Potter. We would also give away Luke Cornett, which you guys know I'm a fan of, Otto Porter Jr., and O'Shea Brissett. O'Shea, I think he is fine. I, I think that he hasn't had enough time to really build anything up with the Celtics. Luke Cornett has had plenty of minutes, and while he does some job while he's in there, it's not as good as Kelly Olenek could do for the Celtics, a team where Boston already knows him, a team where he knows how to play in TD Garden, a player that would be willing to come in and help the Celtics right off the bat. Right off the, bat excuse me. the Celtics and Danny Age, which you guys do remember, are not unfamiliar with making trades between friends. Remember how we got KG. I think that ultimately they would be willing to sit down and say, look, 
We're going to give you these players to help rebuild your franchise. And in return, we're going to get our old friend, Kelly Olenek, back to come back to Boston and help us in the depth area. He won't start, but he'll come off the bench. Would you guys do this trade? Go ahead and type A for accept. Type D for decline. I would do accept. I think that we've been talking about trading bench players for a while now. And I think that this would be the time to do it, considering that Kelly's already been in a system like Boston's. He hasn't played with Missoula nor Tatum, but I think that Kelly Olenek is old enough to understand he's coming in to be a bench player, and he could suffice easily. Type A for accept, type D for decline. Overall, I think that trades are always a little bit tricky. We saw that with Robert Williams, you know, having to let go of a player like that to obtain another player. But ultimately, I think this one could be easier. I don't know if you have to take the entire route to get Kelly Olenek. The Jazz might be able to give them up without getting somebody from the, the Raptors. But overall, Utah does need to add some players to win right now. They've got Laurie Markkinen. He's their leading scorer on the Utah Jazz right now, but it's not enough. So I think if they get some younger players like O'Shea Brissett, if they get some younger players like Luke Cornett, it could really help beef up their roster now, and it would help the Celtics have that little extra depth that they have been lacking. Because the minute KP was hurt, and we had to rely on Al Horford starting and Luke Cornett playing more minutes due to giving Al Horford more rest, they crumbled. They fell apart slowly but surely. They still won ball games, but it wasn't as efficient as it is with KP. So Olenek could be waived, and Boston should be knocking on its door. I think Kelly Olenek would be the perfect third string big for the C's coming up. And I think this would happen before the NBA trade deadline. But nonetheless, go on ahead and type A for accept, D for decline down below if you guys did like that trade that I did propose. And while you guys are at it, go on ahead and hit that sub button for me because if there's going to be a Kelly Olenek trade, if there's going to be any trade, if there's going to be anything you need to know about the Boston Celtics, you're going to find it right here at Celtics today. So go on ahead and hit that sub button for me.